Welcome to the Social Media for Real Estate Agents podcast, where we find rock stars in social media and we get them to show us realtors how we can use social media to increase our business. I'm Khaled Nathan Alim, licensed real estate agent in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and Delaware. And my host today is Jerome Lewis. Now, Jerome is the author of two books. Number one being the ultimate video marketing uh, guidebook for real estate entrepreneurs and real estate marketing. Um, he's also the founder of Digital Real Estate, uh, the Digital Real Estate Strategy, and he also won the EXP University's Instructor of the Year Award, which is crazy. Um, he also hosts his own podcast, which is called Real Estate Marketing. And Jerome has helped over 5,000 real estate entrepreneurs from 40 states and four countries, which is mind-blowing, man. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome. Um, thank you. I'm, I'm glad to be here. Awesome, man. I'm, I'm really excited about the opportunity, man, to pick your brain um, and just expose all of your knowledge to the real estate agents, man. So first, man, what, won't you tell us how you got to this point as far as having your own uh, digital real estate strategy company. So here, my story is like this. I'm from a background of like it, right. And when I first got involved in real estate, it, it was like several years ago, I had a mentor and he was like, he, he I'll talk to him now. He's like, you used to be some shy guy, some shy <laughs> it guy. Like I was, I, I guess I used to be shy and a little quiet, but I just had a conversation with him. He was like, Jerome, you're not the same. You're like, way more direct now and i'm like yeah because i have more confidence now and the point is like back then i wanted to get involved in real estate i got kids right i got four kids and at the time i think i had yeah. two children one can't remember and i was like i gotta change my life so i like did some research i was like looking online and it's like all right how do you get rich everything people look for is like the answer was real estate so i looked i was like all right uh, i've read after I found the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, I read that book. And one of the things that was suggested either in that book or a podcast or something like that was like, get involved in real estate. And one of the things that you want to do is you want to get a mentor or a coach. So I started looking for a mentor or a coach. And I believe at the time I typed in Google, like real estate mentor or real estate meeting. And then I found a coach and this coach was like all the way in Texas. And I was like, but but he was like adding value to my life. And I was like, all right, I'm going to work with this guy. He told me his price, which was $3,000. And at the time that was a lot. I was like, oh man, mm -hmm. I can't afford that. So I believe it took me about two years to save up for that money. I had to use my 401k and stuff like that. And remember I said I had kids, so I'm pretty sure it's two. I had two kids and they was trashing me like for child support. So that's why it okay. took me like two years to save right. up because child support was kicking my behind. And right. I was like, I, I really want to do this though. So I saved up, I saved up my $3,000. I paid for that coach. I paid for that mentor. And then I started getting involved in real estate. Again, my background is IT. So this coaching was, I believe 90 days, 12 weeks, something like that. And I uh, he taught me how to wholesale, right? Everybody tell you, oh, you starting wholesale. Now that I know what I know, you don't have to start there, but I started wholesaling. And he mm -hmm. taught me like how to door knock and cold call and some of the just old school methods that I don't particularly identify with, but I stuck with it because I believe if you pay for a mentor, you pay for a coach, you should do what they say. And if you right. want to change something, you go change it later. So I learned all of the fundamentals of wholesaling and marketing too, in a sense. And then once I exited that program, for uh, I was like, you know what? I don't want to do it that old school way. I want to use like technology to do that. So I, I started applying my skills, which were tech, 
into the business and things still were not working because it was mm -hmm. like just tech, right? It wasn't really marketing. So um, I, I got involved, like I think you know about the company like Dig. I got involved with our local RIA here and one of the subgroup leaders was like, hey, would you mind helping us with the IT? I said, sure. I helped them with the IT. And this is all like just a short story. I helped them with the IT. Then they said, hey, do you want to help us with marketing? Do you want to help us grow the group, get more people here? I was like, sure. So I started applying some of the stuff that I learned from the mentor and the coach to these real estate event meetups. And one of the realizations that I had and confirmed through these events and putting things on was that technology and marketing were not the same. And because mm -hmm. of that, uh, like I had that understanding and then other people started to have that understanding as well. And because of that, I like I exited that company that I was involved in and we, we had like a lot of like disagreements around tech and marketing. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to go start my own company and help people realize that these are two different skill sets and they require uh, two different like strategies. So that's why I started my company and our company, we, we specialize in tech as well as marketing. We can help you with either or. So that's the germination of that. Gotcha. Now, when you said that you can help folks as far as um, because this podcast is geared towards real estate agents, mm -hmm. um, somebody comes to you and they're like, all right, well, listen, um, I want to increase my business. Mm -hmm. I want to increase the number of buyers and sellers that I come in contact with. Is that something that your um, company would help them with? Yes, that's exactly what we help with. And we have three models. We can, You can do it yourself, which is we have a course. We have books. Like if you want to go do it yourself, you can use those things. We have coaching in the middle, which is do it with you. We'll do it with you. Um, mentorship coaching, group coaching, individual coaching. And then we have a do it for you where we'll do everything for you. So we normally do that for companies that can afford it. So, Right. Some people, a person or a person that has a budget to put yes. towards it. Okay. What's what what's the what's the biggest problem that you see when realtors come to you when they um, if they want you to help? What's what's usually the biggest hurdle? The biggest hurdle, I can't really it's really hard for me to sum it down into one. Mm -hmm. uh, there are several and I'm not going to try to go over several, but two that really, really uh, stand out to me. One is that they they don't want to spend money. Right. And I'm not saying that you have to spend money, but this is marketing and you got like big companies like Zillow, realtor.com, like they're spending money because it works. Right. right? right. Uh, and then number two is they are like, uh, they have like unrealistic expectations. So mm -hmm. they're like, if they are or willing to spend money, they expect to spend like a dollar and get, you know, several thousands of dollars out of the marketing or they expect to make a post and dance around and then they say hey it's not working like you have to be consistent so there are like several things that i see but those are some of the main ones that jump out to me okay gotcha now professionally are you is this your your main focus are you still um as far as being a realtor because you are still you still hold your license um do you still do buying and selling or is 100 percent of your focus i guess on the company my license was never to primarily do buying and selling it was to help me in my wholesale career so i don't do a lot of that i'll do it once in a while when it comes up but my main like real estate career like the assets is like was wholesaling and now i'm moving over to creative finance so uh, i still utilize my license once in a while but i do my best to focus on wealth building activities and buying and selling is not necessarily wealth it's a it's an active uh, activity it can help you get there but i like to focus on the wealth building activities so 
Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Now, uh, with um, with social media platform, I guess, what platform has been your experience that has worked the the best for realtors? As is, if you could pick one, I know they have different objectives, um, but if you can pick one, with and why would you say that that one works the best for realtors? If I could pick one, uh, and I understand because I always ask people, they're like, oh, I want to do this, I want to do that, I want to do TikTok, you know, I want to dance around, then I want to do YouTube, I, like all this stuff. And they all work. That's the cool right. thing is that all marketing works, every social media platform works, but the easiest by far is Facebook, right? It's easy and it's the most familiar. So I typically tell people to do Facebook. Okay. Normally, um, when people are talking about marketing, as far as like YouTube and Google, that's kind of intent marketing or an intent platform where people are going to search things where Facebook is interruption. So people aren't necessarily going on Facebook looking for a realtor. So I guess, why would you say that Facebook is the best place for realtors if you got to pick one platform? I would not say it's the best. I would say okay. it is the easiest. It's the most familiar it, because of those reasons, right? Mm. So because it's easy and it's familiar and uh, most people know what it is. They know how to use it. So that's why we start there. Additionally, they have uh, like interests and people might not be searching for these particular houses or how to buy a house, how to sell a house, but you can mm. target them by interest. Okay. Gotcha. Now with all of the um, privacy updates, that Facebook is making, well, not Facebook, but um, Apple. And I think Google just came out with a privacy update where I, I guess they're really harping on sharing people's information. What changes have you seen in the Facebook ads landscapes because of these updates? The most significant change that I see is that whenever something changes, people panic. And that's what's happening. People are panicking and they're not adjusting. So the people that stick to it and utilize the platforms, they're going to get even more business because people are panicking. So that's the most significant change that I've seen. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now, um, how did you get your knowledge as far as Facebook? Was it just trial and error or is this something that you went to school for or? It was a combination. So I did not go to school like official school for it, but I've taken several courses. I've had several mentors and I've also done some trial and error. So. Okay. Gotcha. Have you ever been, cause I don't, do they have like Facebook, uh, Facebook as conventions, uh, with Zuckerberg? <laughs> I don't know, but I've, I do think, I do know there are like ad conventions and you know, you can be even more specific, like a Facebook ad convention, a YouTube ad convention. I've never been to any of those, but I do I do see them around. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I've seen a couple of them too. And I mean, that's the way that they, they make their money is, is from these, these ads. Um, uh, jumping to Instagram, I guess, what type of growth have you seen from Instagram? And the reason I'm hooking these two together is because Facebook owns Instagram. Um, so what type of success have you seen with, with Instagram, if any? Instagram is, like you said, you hook them together. They're, I just consider it as Facebook because the, okay. like when you run advertising, the way I like teach or talk about it, it goes mm -hmm. right over to Instagram and I don't even separate the two. Like if it comes from Instagram, it comes from Instagram and that's that. Like a lot of people, uh, like organically on the front end, people separate it, but on the back end where you do like advertising, it's pretty much the same. So okay. I, I have right. the bottom line is I get success from Facebook and Instagram because of the strategy that, that we do, which is paid advertising on the back end. Okay. So you don't really, 
I'm, I'm gonna say it like this you don't use because the the reach the organic reach of facebook is terrible um as far as your personal page and your business page do you recommend somebody have a business page or should they put everything on their personal page? I still recommend a business page and think about it like this. If you're like you're saying, like the organic reach might not be great, but that's because mm -hmm. it's a business page and you have to treat it like a business. Businesses have mm -hmm. marketing budgets. They have. Nice. Uh, so you got to put some money behind it. Don't just throw something up and say, oh, it's not working like it's a business. <laughs> so treat it like a business. So I still recommend having a business page. You can drive that business page with your personal page, but treat it like a business. Put some money behind it. Spend money. Uh, it works. That's why the other companies are doing it. So, mm. OK. How long do you suggest somebody does it? If somebody is doing Facebook ads on their own, I mean, because I've done Facebook ads and to be totally transparent, um, I haven't really seen anything come from them. Um, I've tried different strategies and um, I bought courses, but as far as Facebook ads itself, um, I've been doing them for years and I really haven't seen any um, and that's that's something that I've heard from a lot of agents. Um, but how long do you think somebody should keep with the Facebook ads? Uh, it, it depends on several factors. Budget. Okay. It depends on your strategy, their content. Like, are you pl placing content that's valuable? Do you have like a proper website? Do people trust you? So it depends. And mm -hmm. the 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 direct answer is until until it works so a lot of times people oh i spent a hundred dollars last month and it didn't work <laughs> these are these are people pe you're trying to get people's assets that are worth tens and hundreds of thousands of dollars you spending a hundred dollars right. two hundred dollars here and there don't expect success like be a little right. more realistic in your success a typically people ask well what do you do which doesn't really matter but just to kind of give an anchor so people can understand i spent fifty dollars per day that's about fifteen hundred dollars a month and i do really well with that so Gotcha. What I've heard on um, people have um, compared it to going in when you first see your wife, if you just went up to your wife and said, hey, marry me, she would probably smack you in the face. But you didn't do that. You went and you asked her about herself and you took her out on dates. And then gradually after time, then you asked her to marry her. I've heard that reference with Facebook ads where you need to nurture your target audience first. And then, you know, I mean, not, not just go straight to, to the bottom of the funnel, I guess is what they say. What, what do you say about that? Yes, I say that you have to nurture people and you have to treat them like leads. So like during my presentations, I always talk about the importance of understanding that leads are people. And I want to jump back. Right. Like a lot of people say it doesn't work. It didn't work for me. And they're there. They work. Uh, there are several success stories. There is this. Uh, Facebook has what's called like a Facebook ad library where you can mm -hmm. go and you can research other people's ads. So uh, utilize that. And we just like, you know, like I'm an instructor for like EXP, something, somebody that I always like to mention and bring up because I really admire what she's doing is Krista Mayshore. Right. And she, her, almost her entire business is based off Facebook ads. She does some other stuff within Facebook ads. But if you, if you think ads, Facebook ads and social media ads don't work, the the platform is not the platform it's you like there are plenty of people out there and krista may sure she's one of she's a great example of who to follow in regards to facebook ads she does even better than me so just want to gotcha i always see her 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 stuff once you click on her stuff it, it follows you um exactly. everywhere have you taken her i mean not to digress a little bit but have you taken her uh boot camp the one that's like 47 bucks 
I have not been at her boot camp. No. Okay. All right. I mean, because I wanted to ask you if it was worth it or not, but <laughs> if, if I know it's worth it, though, I always get a lot of feedback. So she came and she present she presents for us once in a while. Like I'll have her come do our social media mastermind class, right. and every every like I always get feedback from the students, and they always say it's worth it. And I know for forty seven dollars that is easily worth the forty seven dollars. And I, I like we are of the same like some of the same like marketing mentors and i know for a mm -hmm. fact if it wasn't worth it she i'm pretty sure she has a money back guarantee because it's not about the money it's about the commitment you pay the 47 dollars. it's a different mindset these type of people you pay the 47 dollars, you go in there and you get the value and if it wasn't worth the money then get your mm -hmm. money back i know easily that it's worth the 47 dollars. okay yeah i was on that last um class that you had with her um it was definitely worth the time. So I think probably the next time that I think I think it's happening right now. It was on Monday, Tuesday, and and on Wednesday. But um, that's neither here nor there. Um, let's jump into YouTube. I guess what are you guys doing with with uh, YouTube? I I post a, uh, YouTube is my favorite platform. I okay. post a lot of content there, and I not only use I, I mostly don't use to YouTube for marketing. I use it for like storage and. Uh, I do like strategies to create other content. So uh, I think we've grown up to like 1,500 subscribers right now. Nice. So I just nice. post, I just keep posting on YouTube, but it's not where I want it to be, if, but okay, know, it's growing. So, okay. Okay. Now, what are you saying? Cause there are a lot of people like right now in 2022 uh, videos King uh, you're on Instagram and it says if Instagram is like TikTok, there's nothing but videos on there. What what do you say to um, agents out there who are afraid to get in front of the camera? They're afraid of video. Um, I can't think of a better way to say like man up. I don't want to be like like sexist, but it's like <laughs> oh, you gotta shit. get all right. Get over yourself. And okay. if you're like not doing video, you're missing out on a huge demographic, right? Because uh, there's a stat, and we have like later later like in our social media mastermind, we have. Uh, we have two video classes, right? We have one around video and lead generation. And then we have uh, on the fourth week, we do, we have Jaime come in, Jaime Resendez, and he teaches how to use YouTube for your, uh, for, to generate leads. And one of the stats that he always brings up is that 80% of people online prefer and utilize video content. So if you're not using video content, you're missing out on at least 80% of those users. So you got to like get over yourself about, I'm scared to do the video. I don't know what to right. do. I don't know what to say. You got to get over yourself because you're doing a disservice to you as well as your clients. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now, what type of equipment would you suggest them to use? For video? Right. So video this that's another thing that comes up a lot and for video content the only thing you honestly need is your smartphone so you whip out that phone you talk to the camera and that's about it now that's all you need however there is one suggestion and there's only one suggestion because I, i'm like i like people to get results i'm a bottom line person so the smartphone is the only thing you need but i would suggest and this is a maybe it's not necessary for you to create video content but i would also suggest a microphone and i want to keep it very easy to understand right so in the very beginning get a live layer microphone and then once you get out there and you start producing you have enough content then you can think about upgrading all of the other stuff how to edit how to add fancy stuff to your video how to cut things in and out so uh, the only thing you need is a smartphone but i also suggest a microphone but the microphone is not necessary. 
Okay. What about editing? As far as editing your your so, video. So yeah, so editing is very I, I like to go back because these things hold people up so much. First of all, they're already scared to do video. Right. And right. then number two is like, it's like, oh, what do I do? It's like, it's all this technical stuff around video and editing and mm -hmm. whatever. And so I typically suggest that you not edit. Right. And I'm trying to figure out the number, like a number of videos that you have before you start editing, because editing, the thing about editing is that you need content to edit. Like if you don't have right. content, you can't edit anything. So people always worry about editing. It's like, yeah, I want to edit. It's like, well, do you, how much content you got? Nothing. Well, do you need to create the content first and then you worry about <laughs> editing? So I'm trying to figure out a number of videos that people need to do before they think about editing. And I, number keeps fluctuating. I'm thinking of like 10. Like once you get comfortable, you do 10 videos, then you, maybe you can think about editing. But I typically suggest that people don't worry about editing at all. And if you are one of those people that's not comfortable and you're like to the point where it's like time for you to start editing, mm -hmm. uh, then... I, I have an instructor like Nick Niehaus. He runs the business video school and he's, he's, he suggests that people hire that out. If you're worth more than $25 an hour, then you should hire mm -hmm. out your editing. Okay. And I, I, I agree with that. Like he's more, uh, he's a better expert on that than I am. So mm -hmm. I, I trust and I suggest his advice. If you're worth more than $25 an hour, which most of us, most of us should be, then hire out that editing. Okay. I got you. Yeah. I do my own editing. I use um we video. We it's a it's an online editing software and um it does take a it takes a while. It takes a, a while. And um I always tell people they gotta get over the perfectionist thing as far as trying to make everything perfect and just understand that when people see the video, they know that you're a human and you may mess up, you know what I mean, once or twice. Um content. Content is a big issue that I hear from different agents. Well, I don't know what to shoot. <laughs> what suggestions do you give them as far as where to pull that inspiration or that content from? So there are so many, so many ways to kind of pull content. And one of the ways I'm going to plug is our company, right? So EXP, we have a cool, what's called the content library here at EXP the, in the EXP marketing. And there is a ton of content for you to pull inspiration from there, right? So that's number one. Number two, what I'm going to suggest is I have a, a workshop that I teach called uh, content frustration Content creation, frustration, elimination. It's a one-hour workshop, and it teaches you how to get content around the topics that people are concerned about online. And then the third suggestion for content I'm going to suggest is that you just look at other people's content. So if you're on YouTube and you see some content that you like, you see somebody creating something, you just model that content. If you see somebody on TikTok, Instagram, whatever, model that content and also check other industries. So what are they doing over in the sports industry for content? Okay, they're doing that. Well, you pull it and you bring it over to the real estate industry. Right. Right. That last suggestion. That's what I do. I just look at other people's content and it's just like, hey, let me just put my spin on it, um, put my sauce on it and then use it versus just sitting up there and trying to as they say, remake the wheel over and over and over because people probably have done it. It doesn't matter what you're thinking of. People have probably already done it. So um, I'm going to touch on a, on a sore spot for you just because we do have some experience with each other. And so we're, we're going to talk about TikTok for a hot minute. Um, <laughs> now, TikTok organically is getting the most reach. And 
if the name of the game in marketing or advertising is contact, TikTok is getting the most reach, organic reach, because as you know, what happens with these platforms is they, they want your attention. So Facebook and Instagram, like we already mentioned, the organic reach is almost dead because they want you to pay for it because they've reached that status where almost everybody is is on them. But these other platforms are trying to take your attention away from them. How do they do that? By giving the content creators uh, more access or more organic reach. So right now, I think viewer-wise, TikTok is getting more attention than YouTube. So I guess what's what's been your experience with TikTok or have you even delved into it yet? Yeah, so I don't even dive into TikTok because I have too okay. much success on the other platform. There's just no gotcha. need. So I don't even touch TikTok. Um, okay. Yeah, I have my opinions. I have my reservations about it. I know, again, like I said in the very beginning, you can succeed on every platform. I just right. think it's best for to go with the other platforms because they're older the demographics are older people understand that like people are still trying to learn TikTok. can you imagine look I, i'm not trying to make fun of them can you imagine those boomers though they're trying to figure it out they don't understand it <laughs> i see them yeah i see them. listen i'm on TikTok, and um i will say this there's no other platform for business information like TikTok, and i'll tell you why Cause you only get 30 seconds or 60 seconds. So you got to get right to the point. Facebook, you can, like you said, you can do lives. You, you can do things. You can put videos on there. You can have an intro where you can do all of that stuff. YouTube, you can, but TikTok, you got to get to the point. And I think me personally, that's a better use of my time because I know exactly what you're saying. And in the first two seconds, I know whether I want to skip this or or not and your information has to be within that 30 seconds or 60 seconds so um i would definitely say to look at it but um like you said you're having a uh, great experience as far as facebook so what are you on facebook what exactly are you advertising for is it buyers and sellers is it for sale by owners or so I use TikTok in several ways. I do I use I do events or yeah, Facebook, YouTube, I do events like real estate events. Okay. I do I have a book up selling. I also do mostly sellers. I did do buyers for a while, but uh, okay. by the market, the way the market is, man, is buyers right. are easy. So uh specific to real estate, I like to advertise for buyers. I am Again, I primarily am a real estate investor, wholesaler. You know, I get those type of leads. So that's where I generate. That's who I target. People that have problems with their houses and they want to sell it like a creative or or an alternative way. Okay. And are you keeping, are are you driving them to a website or are you just keeping like the, um, the lead generation form on Facebook? So it depends. We split tests and we do several things right now. We're driving them to a landing page, a website. Okay. A landing page. And is that something that you recommend for people who who are doing advertising to get people to landing pages? Right now, yes. Okay. And um, because we're with EXP, we get a landing page through um, KV Core. Are you using that or do you have your own separate landing pages? I have my own separate landing pages. Okay. Okay. Is there, is there any reason behind that? Behind having my own separate pages? 
Yeah, versus using the KV Core landing pages. Yeah, because uh, several like number like one is I'm pretty sure I could shift the KV Core landing pages to represent like what I do specifically, like uh, distressed homeowners. But I just mm -hmm. don't have the time to like I, I run a marketing agency, so it's a good representation for us to use our own sources. So that's one of the reasons why we use our own landing pages as well. Okay, what other um. What third party, what what third party apps do you recommend that you find that helps people in their social media campaigns? Third like party lead pages. Um, third party apps. If I had to pick, like, I, I it's so many apps, so many applications that I recommend, and mm. generally I try to shift people to try to use video marketing in their advertising. So mm -hmm. I'm gonna shift to like video apps. Uh, and one of like we talked about like editing earlier, the editing app that I recommend, like if you are going to edit by yourself, is there's an mm -hmm. app called Kapwing, K-A-P-W-I-N-G. I recommend you use that because you can do so much use, utilizing that app as far as video editing, as far as creating content. Uh, so that's one like for video editing. It's so many apps. I can't think of them. But next, mm -hmm. Canva is a great app to utilize in your business for like graphic design and making your stuff look pretty. And let's see. That that's all I got. I, I like Canva. Okay. I like a point as third party apps. I can't think of any ones off the top of my head. And I probably need to get together a list of those third party one more. Uh Zapier, because it helps like automate Zapier. different processes. So those are three okay. apps that I recommend. Third party apps. Yeah, I I love Canva. I always <laughs> like that's my go-to. Everything is like, well, let me go to Canva. And I mean, they could do websites. You can do websites on there now. It's just so much with camp, but they got me paying for the pro version. I pay for the yeah. pro version easily. It's like, what, $200 maximum? If that, it's like, it's worth it. People, man, people like, oh man, I don't want to pay for another subscription. I don't want to pay for this. I don't want to pay for that. Like you're not paying for stuff and you're wasting your time. Like Canva is so worth it. I, I got right. this video where I show like why you should be using Canva because there's nowhere you create something one time and then you just press that duplicate button. And right. then all you got to do is modify. It's such, it's so high in productivity and efficiency. So that's why I like Canva too. Right. Uh, right. I, I use it. I mean, several times a day. Um, what about email marketing? Um, do you, do you, do you create a list? and email to them what's your what's your thoughts on email marketing email marketing as in, in terms of the digital space is the most effective form of marketing like you talking about like digital like you have to have a email list where people subscribe to you you're going to make the most money from that list out of any all of the digital digital stuff out there email marketing is going to make you the most money so mm -hmm. i highly recommend it i use it but um yeah okay Question, because um, this is what, and maybe other realtors, um, they feel this also, is when you have a client and a client says, I'm not interested. Are you taking them off the email marketing list or are you just keeping them on for what if in the future? It depends on how they told me that they were not interested, but I generally do not remove people from anything unless they tell me to. So okay. if, if they say, and this is like, so let me be careful. Email marketing, if they say I'm not interested with email marketing, the spam laws requires you to put a unsubscribe link in the email. So if somebody mm -hmm. is truly not interested, they can put 
they can click on the unsubscribe button and get off the list. So this right. is generally why I do not remove them from the list. Okay. All right. That makes sense. That, that makes sense. Now, do you do any as far as radio or television ads? I don't, but I do direct mail. I'll hit people in the mailbox. So, okay. And is that something that you automate or are you doing this by hand? It is right now. It's a hybrid. So some of it I do by hand, but it was so overwhelming that I dedicated it to a fulfillment center. So it's in okay. that process right now. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now, most, most of your, um, most of the things that you do with social media in general, are you doing them yourself or do you have a VA do it? Or you have a partner that do it? For example, somebody comes to you and they want to do Facebook ads. Are you taking our information in addition to somebody else or you're actually doing it your, your, yourself? So most of what we do is we, we have an agency. So we got teammates and partners and members that handle a bulk of it for us. And I, I'll still do some stuff once in a while to make sure um, I know what's going on and I understand how mm -hmm. to utilize stuff. So there's a combination of things, but mostly like if like what you're saying, if somebody came is like, I want to do some Facebook ads, I want to do this. They want the uh, we we our team will handle it for them. So, um, yeah. OK, now, how would how would you recommend a realtor? Because things are always changing. How would you recommend a realtor stay up to date on what's going on in the social media space? I recommend they, they follow this podcast. Okay. Easy. <laughs> facts. Yeah, easy. Facts, 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 facts. And um, tell us about your podcast as far as the uh, real estate marketing podcast. What type of things are you guys covering over there? So our podcast is about what it says, real estate marketing. So it's about entrepreneurship. It's about marketing and it's about real estate. So mostly we have real estate professionals come on and share experiences, share things around the real estate industry, marketing, leadership, entrepreneurship. So, Okay. So it's more, it's more of a monologue type podcast, or like you said, you have different guests that come on and they talk about what their specialty is. We have a mixture. So I do some monologues once in a while. I'm always, I'm also trying to encourage my partners to do some monologues. And then we have like an interview format, very similar to what we're doing here. Uh, a majority of the content is the interview format. We just recently had Connor, you know, Connor, Connor just came right. in and his podcast release, uh, we split it into two. Uh, today as well as yesterday so we got we got different formats on there okay awesome awesome can you give us an example of one of your students or maybe somebody a project that you took on where they had massive success as far as using social media to increase their business yes i have a I got several, but one of my favorites is since people like to be so cheap, I don't want to spend any money is <laughs> I like to bring up Judy. Her name's Judy Burke. She's an agent here with our company EXP. And we taught her how to, we have this method called the Google review method where you go when you give reviews on companies and then people will find your profile on Google somehow. And Judy, man, this she's killing it. She is killing it. And it's nothing like seeing somebody come in and do better than you. So mm. she took that Google review method and I forget, like she got some outrageous amount of views. It's something like, uh, I think 
five million. I might be undercutting it, maybe 12 million or something like that. But she got all these views and she closed several deals from just posting an organic Google review about, I think, a farmer's market or a Target or some store that she posted. And people were able to, to discover her business because of that Google method, that Google review wow. method. Wow. I've, I've never heard of this uh, technique before. That's why you gotta um, come to as... the classes. You gotta come to the classes. <laughs> <laughs> now, does your company <laughs> offer um a la carte classes or is it just social media in general? It's just one class. So my company, we we do like we're, I, I mostly focus on marketing implementation. So a lot of my stuff is workshops, and I'll post a lot of the concept and theory stuff on social media like YouTube, like Instagram. Uh, but we have a Facebook group where, so there's, there's two arms. I'm, I'm getting off track. There's two arms, the arm where I do, like I teach inside of EXP university, mm -hmm. generally that's a mixture, but I typically try to like, when I teach, I like implementation. I like to show people how to do this thing. And then the, uh, so that's the EXP arm, right? And we got several formats. We got week one, we do Facebook week two, we do marketing concepts week three, we do video marketing week four, we do YouTube for leads and then when we talk about like my company like my specific company digital real mm -hmm. estate strategy we generally try to teach work teach workshops we have several of those uh going on like throughout the months so we teach around real estate investing we teach around real estate marketing mortgage notes all kind of stuff we teach so those are the typical structures and i can't it's so many classes and we got so many workshops i can't even begin to like list them all out Gotcha, gotcha. Well, let's um I see let's talk about the book first, the uh real estate marketing book. Um, what exactly are you are you going? I mean, of course it's marketing, but more specifically, somebody gets that book, what are they gonna learn from that book? They'll learn how to market themselves and their business as real estate entrepreneurs, real estate professionals, agents, investors. So agents, investors. So somebody, like you said, a real estate agent or a wholesaler. Yeah, either or, either or, either or. Okay, and um, we do have it in the background there, remarketingbook.com. Um, and we will have um, hopefully we we can get a discount for our audience. Um, if there's some promo code, we can put it in there for social agent. Um, I'll put that in the in the uh, notes or in the description of this. Um, a link for that when that's up. And um, yeah, we'll take care of you about, and I'll even do like maybe, you know, maybe 10 free for the first 10 people that sign up or something like that. So awesome, man. Make sure y'all go out and definitely get that. And um, tell us about the course that you guys have. So we have a course and same same concept. The course teaches you exactly what to exactly what I've done in my business to have successful uh, to get leads from social media. So it, it teaches you from A to Z how to use Facebook. We also have a Google Ads masterclass module in there. So you can learn how to use Google Ads and YouTube ads in your business. So it's exactly what I do in my business. It's exactly what's working. And you can find out more about that at our website. It's go.digitalrealestatestrategy.com. Okay, excellent. And we'll have a link to that in the description also. And just, just so you guys understand... <laughs> EXP is the fastest growing brokerage in the world, okay? Over 75,000 agents, 75,000 agents. 
and this man was the instructor of the year. So this is this isn't a small task, and um, the information that made him the the instructor of the year for the fastest growing brokerage in the world, you guys will be getting access to. So I'll have a link for the book, and I'll also have a link for the course in the description. Um, and then hopefully we'll get some love on the price and a couple free copies out there also. But whatever it is, you need to pay for it. You need to get it. But more importantly, once you get it, you need to implement it because a lot of people get the information and they don't implement it. You have to execute. It's all about execution. It's all about execution, man. So, um, all right, we will definitely appreciate your time, man. We want to wrap this up, but every guest, what I ask them is for a play. Now, I'm hoping we can get the Google review play, but if we can't get that, um, can we get a play that a real estate agent can watch this podcast and they can implement immediately after the show? So what type of play can you give us? So let me try to serve both. I wanted to give like a video play because of how important video marketing is, but the Google review play, the Google review play, maybe you can combine it. So maybe you do video, right? Maybe you add a video instead of like we typically when we do Google, it's like pictures, but the Google review play is you can go on Google as yourself, as your business, whatever, like just pick one. Don't overthink it. You can go on Google and every time you visit a place, uh, more specifically like businesses, like let's say like Judy, she does Target because a lot of people go to Target. But any place that you visit, you can kind of leave a review. You can take pictures. You can talk about your experience and you can do really well by leaving a review. So the Google. The Google review play is doing that. Right. So as an example, there is a daycare that my children attend and they're on the Google Maps. So I visited that daycare before. So what I went, what I do is you go into Google Maps and you leave a review for that particular business or that particular area. So I've even done this for like a playground where I play basketball, I just leave a review. And when you leave reviews while other people are searching, the, your reviews come up in suggestions or it, it just comes up it comes up on Google, right? I can't explain all of the details and people view that stuff and that gives you exposure. People viewing that so they get to see you as well as your business and that can help you attract business. And the more people that see it, like if Google appreciates your review, they start to suggest it to other people and other people get views. So Judy, uh, she, she like got a couple million dollar listings from using this Google review play. So the bottom line of the Google review play is that you want to go into Google, let's say uh, a particular business, probably you ideally want to hit like a business, a public area, a park, something like that, and just take pictures, take several pictures, make sure they look decent and leave a review about your experience or give your opinion about that particular public place, public area. So is that helpful? Does that? Man, that was gold. That was straight gold. Cause here's the thing, you know, what's crazy is this morning I got, I, I don't, I don't, I don't systematically leave a review in Google, but, um, there's a, um, cause I, I live in university city. So there's a um, smoothie shop that just opened up near 45th and, and Walnut. Mm -hmm. And I went there and I was talking to the brother and he was a nice brother. So I said, okay, well, let me leave a review because I wanted more people to go there because several smoothie shops were in that location, but they failed. Mm -hmm. And Google told me today that my review reached 100. 
views. Now, I wasn't trying to. I was just trying to be nice as far as leaving the mm -hmm. review. But you just kind of made the connection mm -hmm. that, okay, if I systematically do this, as far as places that I go, I'm dropping, I'm dropping my business card here and dropping my business digitally. I'm dropping my business card here. If I do it once a day, at the end, I mean, at the end of the year, that's 365 points or business card, digital business cards that you put in digital um, in Google search engine. Watch, and and it's going to go up to like you. So you just did it today. No, 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 no. I did this okay. maybe during the summer. Okay. I, I, did yeah, you did you summer. take pictures with it? No, it's just okay. a simple yeah. it's a text. It's just a text. Yeah. So if you if you take pictures with and there are some like little little other little more technical stuff, but if you take mm -hmm. pictures with it, it'll shoot up. It'll shoot up. It'll be even more than a hundred. You're like you you'll probably legitimately start hitting the thousands and then <clears throat> that business will appreciate you right and then you yeah you get me a lot of exposure whatever and then you can also negotiate something so right. hey can i put my business card in your store so something like that so there's a lot of opportunity there i would probably uh i would probably go back like i was so i would start systematically implementing all of this but i would right. probably go back take some pictures of the store maybe the owner and then uh like pretty it up make it a little bit better and then watch those reviews shoot up you said it's 100 now i bet you it shoots up to the thousands and probably right, a, right. a few months. Man, that was awesome. That is awesome. I mean, that's another another notch or another feather to put in your cap, uh, real estate agents, as far as just to get your name out there and kind of pin it to where people are already looking at, man. That's awesome, man. Well, listen, man, thanks for your time. Again, Absolutely. all of uh all of Jerome's information and his contact information will be in a description. And um, definitely reach out to that brother if you do have any questions, if you want to get your uh, Facebook ads right, if you want him to do them for you or with you, or you want to do it by yourself, they got everything that you need, man. You got any um, any last things that you want to say, man? Uh, last thing I want to say is for you, don't don't be. I'm here for you, man. I'm here. We, we work as a team. So if you need anything, just reach out to me. Let me know. I got you. Got you, brother. Thanks, man. Absolutely. All right, y'all. I will see y'all next week on a social media for a real estate agents podcast, man. Take care.